What's good, family? I got somebody new to the mic. Alexia B. Hello, hello, hello. How do you feel? I feel good. This is exciting. <laughs> I'm glad you're good. So you're an upcoming artist. I am. How does it feel? It feels amazing. Like the love that I get, the support that I get. I don't know, it just feels really good. I don't know. I feel so happy right now. <laughs> Y'all, she's good. We're going to talk about her music in a minute, but let's, let me ask you some questions, all right? Okay, let's so what first got you into music? Um, that's a good question. What first got, like into making music or just like singing in general? Both. Okay, so singing, I kind of grew up around like my great grandmother, Julia, she can sing. My nana, Julia, she can sing. And my grandma, Dot, uh, my father's mom, she can sing. So, you know. Hearing them sing, you know, as a little kid, you try to mimic them and whatnot. So, like, I I think I found out, like, around maybe, like, I'm going to say five or six that I could, like, actually, like, kind of sing. Because my first album that I've ever owned was, like, a Mariah Carey album. So, you know, I was just, like, in the living room, like, trying to mimic her. So, like, once I see, I was like, oh, I kind of sound good. <laughs> like, as a little kid. And it's just like, ever since then, I've just always so been cool. like, yeah, i just always been like singing. And i just always, you know, been in the mood to like sing. And then like, as I got older in middle school, I found like Janae, Aiko, or Aiko. And that's how I really started like, ooh, I want to be just like her. I want to sing just like her. I want to do like... Just like, that's how <laughs> I was like, I'm if I started because I remember when I first heard you sing and I was like, yo, she can really sing. <laughs> you know, you got some people that can sing with music, but you could sing. And I was like, dang. <laughs> and you were so, you're so genuine. It was like, never have I ever been around you where I felt like any type of disrespect or animosity. It was always love with you. Aww. You're just a good person. But Aww, look, we're going to get you. back to this. <laughs> what inspired you. you to make music? Or was that your family? Um, what inspired me to make music, I've kind of just, growing up, i always just been like a person in my head. So I didn't really know how to express myself growing up. I didn't know how to express myself. And like writing was one of those things, how I could express myself. And then like growing up learning that like a lot of people use music to express themselves. So I started like writing poems. I started off with poems. Wow. So I started writing poems and then I got into like writing little stories. So like just making up like characters and stuff. And I like make my own stories. And then like, um, I guess what you would technically call the term is script writing. <laughs> but like, uh, I used to like do a lot of stuff like that. And then like, you know, I actually starting to, you know, work with my voice and start singing and stuff. I'm just like, oh, well, I can actually like write a song. So I would just look for like beats on YouTube or like something that was already like a song and I just write to that. And it's just like, that's what really inspired me. It's just, I just found a new way to express myself. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So how would you describe the music that, that you typically create? Simp. <laughs> Simp music. Why do you say that? Um, like I said, I, I, I really am, I really don't know how to express myself well. Still, I'm 21 years old, about to turn 22 in May, and I still don't know how to verbally express myself well. Like I, 
like kind of trip over my words sometimes and because like growing up I really felt like my words were in that not my words my feelings were invalid and like stuff like that so like I kind of just kind of shut myself off from like expressing myself I guess and like over the time got worse (laughs) so now that like I just found myself like putting like my feelings into songs and that's how like we got another love story that's how we got my upcoming project sorry for your loss and you know that's how y'all got don't tell me lover that's how y'all got uh different and bad b that's how y'all got all these songs for me how do we get here because i couldn't verbally express these songs or how i felt to whoever i'm feeling these feelings towards so it's just like but i could write it <laughs> in a you know a rhythmic pattern or whatever form you know how everyone call that so but me actually verbally expressing how I feel. <laughs> it, it's hard. <laughs> That's okay. Hard. You getting there. Um, I can see the progression. You can. I remember when I first met. I remember when I saw you uh, coming down the Golden Steps. I don't know why I call them that. I think it, <laughs> did we all call it that? I don't know. I don't know. I just call them steps. <laughs> when I saw you coming down the yellow colored steps, I um, I remember when I told you that day. I was like something like, um, "You're glowing." Yeah. And you was like, oh, thank you. So, so, we had a little conversation. And then you asked me you, you asked me later, you was like, well, what made you say it? And I could just tell, like, something about you, something was good was coming. And I don't know, you had a lot of good things coming yeah. in your life around that time. Um, and you was like, I'm actually going through something, blah, blah, blah. It was yeah, good. with, like, when you said that I looked like, it was literally the semester following. I think it was, like, fall 2018. Literally that last semester, um. February 11, 2018, my nephew passed away. Um, yeah, and then like I kind of dealt with that by myself. Like I told you, I don't know how to like, express myself. So my nephew passed away, plus I was going through something with the dude I was dealing with at the time, which, you know, later that year, I ended up dropping another love story. Um, and like I was just trying to find myself because I felt like I didn't fit in in a bunch of like of my friend groups and stuff so I was really like spending time by myself and isolating myself a lot like I spent a lot of time in isolation that year so it was just like yeah I was just kind of to myself but you know interacting with me on the regular you would never think that like I go through the stuff that I go through but you never know until you ask. <laughs> but a good project came out of that. It did. It did. A I'm good proud project did good. <laughs> oh. Okay. Who would you most like to collab with? Um, local artists like from Anti. I really want to collaborate with Edub. He's a he's he's a dope artist. I really actually listen to his music like. I would be in the car like, hey, throw on that perfect contenders real quick. <laughs> like, that is my job. Or exotic. Like, he's really, I really like his music. And then, like, when we get, like, a bigger budget to, like, act, act, Summer Walker, like, not much more feature. <laughs> so, it's like, Summer Walker, Janae, Aiko, um, who else? I don't know. I, look, I got a little hood in me, so I want to push Shiesty feature. No I ain't mad. <laughs> Right? <laughs> and um, I can see ooh, that. And I want a lot of feature. I want to. I want a lot of feature. Like it's a lot of people. Y'all, I want she's to about to be with. great out here. <laughs> it's a lot of people I want to work Big with. Big moves. Big moves. Big things that I'm happen. A, I'm gonna manifest. I am going to work with those artists. You will, bro. You will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> yes, sir. This, the word of this year was Isaiah 43 and 19, and it said, "I'm doing a new thing." 
when I first read that scripture, I took it all to myself, like, oh, I'm doing a new thing. And I started going through things in my life. And God was like, no, it's not you that's doing a new thing. I didn't write that about you. It was about me. I'm doing a new thing. And he said, I'm creating roads in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And when (laughs) Talk to me, somebody. And when I saw that, I, I looked at it from a worldly perspective. I'm like, you know, sometimes in life, you either go left or right. And everything in front of you is nothing but trees. But when God said he's doing, he's making a way in the wilderness, you got to trust yourself and you got to trust God. You got to walk into that unknown and allow God to give you everything that you ask for. So when you said that, that just made that come into my mind. So big things are going to happen. Big things, big things, big things. Okay, so if you could go open a show for any artist out of the artists you listed that you collab with, who would you do? I didn't list this one. But I would definitely want to open up for Beyonce. <laughs> I would definitely. Of course. Love, yeah, but I would like to open up for Beyonce. I would definitely love to open up for any of the artists that I name, because like those are people I thoroughly enjoy like listening to. And then like when you see like their interviews and like you know watch them like on their social media accounts, like they seem like real cool and genuine people. So like I wouldn't mind like touring with them and then like you know opening the show for them. I like them. So Summer Walker, Janae, Beyonce, all of them, I would definitely like to do show all of them. I can see that. When I was on my way over here, well, actually, before I asked you to come on here, I was thinking about, I was like, well, let me listen to some of her music. And I listened to a lot of your songs. And I don't remember the name of this album, but it has a song down for you. Everybody <laughs> loves that song. I think that's and a song that has a star on it. One thing about me, when songs really catch my attention, I work at FedEx. So when I leave my house and I get onto the highway, right when I hit that curve to merge on 40 where Windover is, that's when this music really starts hitting. So I just turned my radio up and I just kept playing it back. Every time I went to the next song, I was like, mm, wait a minute, let me play that back. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a good song. And it, it just made me feel good. So when Care came out, I was like, ooh. Yeah, And I had listened different. to Josh's song that he just dropped, and I said, bruh, this, this is good. Yes. How Baby, get me on. <laughs> um, it, it felt different, because, I mean, I don't know where it came from. Like, I'm not in a space of loving anyone right now, so... I don't know where it came from. I think I'm just, you know, speaking what I want. Mm. And hopefully it comes into fruition. But, you know, I, I just was thinking, like, I know my supporters, because I'm, like, calling them fans. I know my supporters are tired of hearing me, like, be sad or, like, you know, talk about simpy stuff. So, like, if I'm going to talk simpy stuff, let me talk, like, how about it's February and literally the day before Valentine's Day is Black Love Day so why not you know drop a song with a black man and me being a black woman and on Valentine's Day you know drop a love song you know why not about care and not only do you have to care for a significant other but care for yourself take yourself out go get yourself go get your nails done go get your feet done go get that hair good go take yourself out to eat go get you know just do stuff for yourself not only for yourself but yourself but like valentine's day is so much focused on the other person that you don't fit like focus on yourself so self-care is awesome for you yeah (laughs) so what is one message you would give to your fans um Thank you for your time and your streams and your listens and 
everything that you're doing because you don't have to press play. You don't have to watch my stories. You don't have to go out your way to support me in the fact that you do. That's very, very appreciated because you don't have to do that. So I just want to thank you for your time and thank you for your ears and listening to me and making me feel like I'm being heard because that's the main reason why I do music because I don't be feeling like I'm being heard and I also suffer a lot from being misunderstood. So it's like when y'all relate to me or y'all be like I felt that one LB it's just like yes somebody gets me. (laughs) It's good though because you know we just came out of a pandemic where a lot of people, you know, were first forced to stay at home. They didn't have anywhere to go. Things were shut down. So one of the things that people turned to was music. So for you to be able to have had music out that people could listen to because, you know, people went through breakups during that time or people was hurting or anything. Like even with the song Care that you dropped out or like my personal favorite Down For You, you know? (laughs) It's like songs like that, it just makes you... It just makes you feel good. You know, when you listen to music, it takes you to a different spot. You could be having a bad day or somebody say something you don't like and instead of snapping, like, you know what? Let me put in my music and go about my day. So it's good to know that you put out music like that. So when somebody's going through something, it's one of your songs that they could pop on their playlist and like, yo, this right here is my song. I'm going to turn this up. Don't talk to me. Just sit right there. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try to do what artists do for me for other people. Like... I always say this as a joke, but every time I'm going through something, Janae or SZA drop something. Like when Janae had dropped Triggered Freestyle, I felt that way because I was just going through something. And then when she had dropped it, dropped it. When she had dropped Wasted Love Freestyle, I was going through something. So it's just like, I be feeling like me and Janae, like my soul is connected to her. She don't know it yet though, but my soul connected to her and like it's connected to her music because every time she drops something, like, and SZA too. Attacking it. Okay. Like when SZA drop hit different, I about fell out on the floor. I said, y'all got to pick me up because I felt this one. I still feel it. It hit right here. I'm weird. <laughs> you are so goofy. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so do you have a, do you feel like you have a talent that's useless? Like a talent that you have that's not really a big talent. You're just like, oh, I know how to draw, but I mean, that ain't nothing. Um, I don't really know people this Uh-oh. but uh you ain't gotta tell us no 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 i'm just saying like what it is because you wouldn't i don't think you i don't know but <laughs> i used to you know like i mean i told y'all like earlier but i you know well write stories and stuff like i always used to want to be like somebody behind the scenes and like Stuff. Really? Like, yeah, like I, I once upon a time I wanted to be a scriptwriter. <laughs> like, oh I, my god, <laughs> can I pitch something? <laughs> like, and it's like I when I get around other like creators that do it, I'll be like, mm, I don't know, I don't know if you good, so I don't know if I could, you know. So I'd be like, hmm, let me just see what you come up with <laughs> before I. Let me my say something. Scene. So I wanted to do this thing for my podcast. I wanted to. This is my first time saying this on my show. So, you know how what? we go through, you know how you're always in your car, like during this mm-hmm. pandemic, first, during this pandemic, the first thing you want to do coming out and things opening back up is to leave your house. But I want to be able to take like a show on the road with people. So I wanted to create a podcast show on a totally different podcast that would yeah. be up under me. But I want it to be like drama related and stuff. 
and I don't know how to write no script. And I can you gonna help. Te- I want you to teach me. <laughs> I can help now. I can help. I can't write the whole thing. I'm going to, you know, phone a friend. <laughs> but I can help. Because I reached a lot of people, and I was like, yo, I don't know. It's, it, I mean, it's somewhere way in the future, but I just thought about it. Like, imagine having, like, a drama where you'd have to imagine in your head. Like, I mean, of course, I would want to do something professional and get, like, people to drop their photos and whatnot and explain who their character is. But other than that, I just wanted to be, like, a show where you could laugh and just joke around. And I don't know, when you say that you do scripts, I'm like, teach me at least how to how to do a verse or something. Because I, I don't you. know how to do you. nothing. Like, and I done reached out to everybody that I want to help do it. And everybody's down from my friends that go here that produce stuff to people I know that are good at acting to friends that I know and, friend, and family. And it's just a... Like, when I was younger, I used to have, like, my mom used to, like, to begin in the school year, you know, when you get in your, your school supplies, I used to always get these pretty compositional books. And if I still had them, I would bring them into, I can't even find them because I never threw them away. But, like, I have, like, stacks of compositional books of literally, like, me writing. I don't care if it was music. I don't care if it was poems. I don't care if it was scripts. Like, I have all that stuff. And I used to, like, brainstorm, like, what do I want to talk about, like? going through something like a little crush I have on a boy and you know kind of live in my imagination and just kind of like you know write out like y'all she gonna do big things <laughs> like I that. feel like one day you might find those books I hope I do go and create I a whole bunch of songs from I really cause it's just one song that I wrote when I was a kid I was like I ain't had no business talking like that you know, I'm like mom find these books <laughs> now I gotta find them and it wasn't even like nothing off the wall it was just about love it was like girl you don't know nothing about love if you knew what you knew now back then girl well, <laughs> girl you are goofy <laughs> so do you sing in the shower Always. I don't stop singing. <laughs> I sing out the shower, in the shower, in What's the car, out the song? car, in the store. Huh, what is like my Like if somebody said sing something, you'd be like, eh, like what would be your go-to song? Ooh, it's whatever I'm listening to at the moment. Mm-hmm. So like right now, I can't. I don't want this to sound so conceited, but right now I can't stop listening to my own project. I need to stop because I'm gonna get tired of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, and that's only because like I'm in the process. Of, like, drop it so you know you gotta tweak it and listen to the little things but, that's but good though. yeah but the song that i normally go to um my mom had me growing up on keisha cole so like oh, okay, girl. the yeah so like heaven sent um i remember um love um falling out like oh, falling out, that's, that's a personal thing um and then also like any janae Aiko song, like the worst, is a really good song for me. Um, and then also Summer Walker's um, Session 32. Like anything that like I'm really listening, like it just if it's in heavy rotation, the melody is gonna get stuck in my head. So if you ask me to sing something, I'm probably gonna sing something. I probably don't know. <laughs> Do you like? Are you that type of singer that are like freestyle? When you singing like you can't move the lick, you just go off on a tangent just singing. Fun fact: a lot of my songs now start from freestyles. Really? Mm-hmm. And then like I, this phone right here is filled with a bunch of like. Memo. Uh, I remember I watched you when you uh, put some of the stuff on Instagram, like when you go live or whenever you do videos on there, I, or like when you did the ones on Twitter, they went viral. <laughs> I was like, yo, like she's really out here doing big things. 
It's funny you mentioned viral. That's like a lot of people always ask me, like, how do so many people know you? How do you know people? Da, 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 da. I went viral from my NSO, from NSO3. I like, and I was always like a low key kind of singer before I got here. Cause it's crazy. Like I told you, I don't stop singing now. <laughs> but like before, you couldn't pay me to get on no stage to sing without nobody behind me. Like my freshman year here, um, coming into. Uh, A&T. My friends knew I could sing because I used to post Instagram videos of. So, like, they had a talent show portion at uh, NSO. So, they was like, let's go. They pushed me up there. When I tell you, I would have thought I was a deer caught in headlights. They pushed me up there. And I got up there. And like I told you, I also know people. So, at the time, Scissors Control album had just dropped. And and I knew everybody liked that song, The Weeknd. Even though, at the time, my personal favorite was Love Galore. See, I know know how to, you know, that's how I know how to feed the people what they want. Just listen. You feel what I'm saying? I know how how to read people. So, that was the song going on at the time that, like, everybody loved. So, and that was a song that, like, I you know, had in heavy rotation, so that's the song I chose, and literally the whole, and you could barely hear me singing, that's how crazy the whole entire Harris Auditorium, Harrison, Harrison Auditorium went, um, and they were just like, you could hear like, everybody like, go Lex, like, like, they're just so surprised, and I'm just like, I remember seeing that video, yeah, and like, SZA actually retweeted herself, yes. and was like, you murked, and I was just like, <laughs> but I have to ask this question, because I've had tweets that go viral, I've had pictures go viral, but how does it feel as a singer when you go viral and the things that people say negatively do, does it impact you? You just like, oh, whatever. Cause sometimes I'd go, go back and like, you don't even know me. <laughs> I don't pay attention to negative stuff from people that don't know me for That's the scary. most part. Like I see something negative and I'm like, okay. <laughs> like. And I think that stems from, like, growing up, my dad has definitely gave me tough skin. And, uh, like, and within my household, really, like, I really feel like nobody can really say anything to hurt me. Because either once I done heard it before, my dad done taught me how to, like, you know, man. And if you want to get, you know, cracking some jokes, I can bring it, too. Because my dad is a jokester. So I get it from, I like, my dad is a, a, a big person. Uh, part of like who I am in terms of like how to stick up for myself and like how I just walk out negativity when somebody's talking about me because I have tough skin for the most part. I feel that I came from a very blunt family. Oh yeah, like, my father very blunt. If, if you ever met you my father, and be like I don't like what you're wearing, and you just like I thought it was. You got two options: Is you gonna change because somebody saying like, or you gonna wear it? I, I'm gonna still wear it. You I think me? I'm flop. Listen, that's all it is. To I it. think I'm fly. I mean, unless I'm out here looking crazy, but like, yeah, like my dad was never the one to like be like, eh, like type. Like, he would never cut me down. He'd be right. like, eh. Hey. Like, well, I like that. these shoes. What are you talking about? You need to take them shoes off because they're a little busted. Like that's the type. Like he's just blunt. Yeah, like real. he's only gonna tell me stuff for my best interest. He's never gonna cut me down to try to hurt my feelings. My dad would never try to hurt my feelings. That's weird. Yeah, so he only tells me what I need to know, and he does it the way he knows how, which is being very blunt. So that's just my father. So, <laughs> so question, another one. What would you be doing if it wasn't for your musical career? Like if I couldn't that, sing? What, yeah, what would you do? I'd be a nurse. Really? I still want to, like, 
like and so I'm still like in school like before I came here I really had the chance to really like just say bump school and just really go on because fun fact my uh granddad is uh Ricky McKinney or if you don't know him Eric McKinney and he um is a part of the Brown Boys of Alabama he's like a seven Grammy winning eight nominations seven Grammys I think don't quote me sorry granddad <laughs> um but he also has like an NPR tiny desk up there like he's like that and he he's in Atlanta and like he was really like trying to push like when I told you another love story like he was really trying to push that song because he's like everybody likes it da, 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 da. and I really had a chance to like just stop going to school and just like take off with that but I was like no I want to go to school I want to finish I want to get my degree I told my dad I was gonna get a degree I'm gonna get a degree so here we are 2021 I graduate in May so dad I didn't Ooh. disappoint you we're gonna get that degree and um yeah yes y'all we go to A&T only the best HBCU in the land yeah so and now my major now is speech pathology and audiology so I would definitely do something in like healthcare because at the core that's like what I normally and genuinely do care about is helping others so yeah I'm a helping others kind of gal that's good so I'm gonna ask this question to you how do you feel the internet has impacted your musical journey um the internet has definitely impacted especially twitter because you know you know when people tweets go viral it's just like you see what people relate to so like i told you i know how to like read my crowd or you know i know how to you know see what people interests lie so and i try to like okay well i'm going through that too let me write something about that and i'm also the type of person that just like you know, I'm just, I just know how to read people. So I, that's how I come up with, like, certain songs and stuff like that. And it's just, like, it's really the internet. Like, you see viral tweets and you see everybody's, like, comments underneath. You see the quoted tweets or whatever. And then, like, it'd be, like, controversial conversation going on. Write about it. You see, like, oh, dudes ain't this or women ain't this. You read the threads. You sound like, well, want to make a song about it. And then, like, you know, people are going to eat off of it like the whole city girl trend going on so that was the the inspiration behind the song bad beat so it's just like i'm only going with the dudes that's gonna spend their money on me at okay. like so you know people like and i'm the i'm bad like i got my nails done hair done everything done like you know just a feel good song because it's just like i really feel like that's what's all about with the city girl thing with women it's just like they just want to feel good they want to feel like they're the baddest because heck i want to feel that way too so it's just yeah. like you know, that's really where it lies at. So it's just like, I made an R&B city girl song. We love to hear it. <laughs> so what is your favorite song to perform? Out of all your songs, um, what is the song like? This is my go-to, I'm about to sing it because I know the crowd will love it. I love performing Honest. I do. That's a really good song. And I performed it live and like, like with a live band and everything. It's just like, I fell in love with the song even more. It's like, cause I made a song in 2018 and I still can relate to it at my big age at 21. That's good. <laughs> and I made that song when I was what, 18, 19 years old? Yeah. Like, I think I, no, I, I was still 18 when I made that song. Yeah. 21. That's good. You've been in this for a minute. So when you legendary, you were like, yeah, I've been doing this since I was in college. I mean, taking it serious since college. 40 years. Yeah. Oh, like, we not 40, 40 years. years. You've been in the industry 40 years. 
I, yeah, I'm not gonna say I hope. That's yeah, that's what we're aiming for. That's what's gonna happen. Yes. Be in the industry for a long time. I'm gonna see you get your. I know her, bro. Period. Shout that's out to good. y'all. You have any artists out there that you admire? For sure, I admire. I really feel like if I could take Janae, Beyonce, SZA, and Summer Walker and mush them all into one person, I wouldn't be just like them. Like, literally, I don't ever want to be like nobody, but that per- like that combination, I would love to be. I'm like, no, I want to be just like her. Because I just admire all of their, their singing techniques. I admire, oh, and I love Patti LaBelle. I love Patty LaBelle. That like that's one person I really hope to just meet when I blow up. Like I want to meet Patty LaBelle so bad. Y'all might have to pick me up off the floor when I meet Patty LaBelle. They gonna have to drag me. I was you know I was so upset when they did a Patty LaBelle tribute. I was like, dang it, I wanted to sing. If only you knew, but her for her. Like that is my song. That was actually the first song I ever sung in front of my grandmother, and she was like. Like, what you know about this? Because I was like 12 years old. Mm-mm, this is way back then. I was 12 years old when I saw that for my grandmother. My grandmother was in shambles because she was just like, Alexia, mm. where did this voice come from? Because I think I shocked a lot of my family when I was like started singing because it's like, you can sing. We knew that, but you can sing. Like, you can sing, sing. You can sing, sing. I can say, I know the big deal. Yeah, so if I could admire Beyonce's performance, she's such a performer. She could put on a show. I admire all of those artists, for sure. Okay, this question, so we can just find out a little about you. What's the most trouble that you ever gotten into? Nothing too deep. The most trouble? What? I'm not really a bad, well, I was never a bad kid. So, like, the most trouble, I feel like when I was in school, I was real talkative. Like, and not just to, like, anybody, but, like, I always sit next to my, my friends. So, of course, you know, talkative. With them. So, like, I was just always talkative, talking so much. I could talk. <laughs> so, I would just, like, talk to my friends. And I would, sometimes I wouldn't talk at the most appropriate times. So, I used to get yeah, in trouble. Would just start tripping. Yeah. It was their fault. It never yours. <laughs> oh no okay see i got in trouble because i i forgot to bring this up my mom was still to this day be like why don't you just let that go no because i was lied on and i got in so much trouble so my teacher back in middle school gave me after school detention for something i did not do and then like when he gave me after school detention he told me to put my mama name my mama name and her number on the a slip that he had and he had me write it on a brick wall so you know when you write it like not on a like had me like that was a surface had to write on paper so you know when you write on a brick wall it looked kind of crumbly right. or whatever so he tried to call my mama went to the office found my mama a correct number sorry you could have did that the whole entire time okay, the right number. but anywho um yeah he calls her and said yeah and then like he gives me the wrong number da, da, da. so i got in trouble on top of what i really did not do i to this day i tell my mom like i got in trouble for no reason like you really took my phone had me on punishment like you really did all of that and i didn't do anything i think that was the most mad i've ever been too because i got in trouble for something i did what not did you do. get in trouble for 
I think like it was my friend. He was sitting next to me. He was doing something wow. I think I don't even remember what it was because it was in sixth grade, but I still remember. <laughs> and like I just got in so much trouble because of something he did. I think he was like probably like you know making little slingshots. I think he was probably doing like one of them or Those like hornets, bro. Get mm-hmm. you in trouble. And then he was doing them or like throwing paper balls. It was something like something wild for me to get ASD. So I was just like, bro. You cannot be serious. I didn't even do that. Like, what? I was the one getting smacked in the neck with a hornet. Like, what? And I really had a rip. It was... Mm-mm. I don't like that man to this day. He lied on me. You gonna see him one day? He's like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. Uh-uh, don't touch me. Mm-mm. He actually... I'm not even gonna say that because that's just too hot. But... <laughs> just no... I. He we does something, and I tell my parents we don't support him. We support the other man. Ah. <laughs> and I'm like, let that go. No, he lied. I never no, let it go. I'll never let it go. <laughs> I don't hold. Okay, I'll never hold grudges. But that's a grudge I'ma hold. <laughs> Y'all, she said that's a grudge I'ma hold. That's a grudge I'ma hold. <laughs> so, what's the best advice you've ever been given? The best. Mm, the best advice. I don't remember. Oh. My friend Devin Lassane, he's in Atlanta. He's also another um, artist. Mm-hmm. He told me, if it isn't real, it's not good. He said, anything that you put out, as long as it's real, it's good. If it's real to you, it's good. And he was like, that was the best advice he's ever been given. So, like, that's why I try to be as genuine and truthful as I can in my music. Down to, like, trying to give details without giving too many details in my songs. Because it's just, like... Don't tell me you love her came from a very, very hurt and uh, honest place because of the place that I was in when I made it. And it's just like, that was my truth. That was how I was feeling. Now, would I make that song, like, actually in my right mind? No. Never. Never gonna let this man know how I felt because I know there's a chance that he can hear it. Right. But I let my friend hear He was like, this is hard. And I was like, okay, we recorded it, and it's my most streamed song, because I feel like that's my most, most truthful song. Most truthful song. Yeah. So, like, that was the best advice I've been given. So, ever since, like, I seen the numbers on that, I was just like, wow, I just have to really be truthful in everything that I do, and, like, be genuine, and not try to sugarcoat anything, because I'm afraid of how the person is going to feel or what they're going to say when I drop it like this is not for them this is for you so yeah. well you're still new hmm? and you've been growing you're still new and you've been growing oh, yeah, it's sure. good things yeah it's good vibes coming out of it it's okay yeah um, good things good things good things good things <laughs> good things <laughs> okay so two more if you could change anything about the industry that you're in what would it be like, what are some things that's going on in the music industry that you don't like? That you're like, okay, when I get there, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I really don't know if I can change this because people are just mean. But I would really like to just have everybody trying to dictate how somebody else lives or how they are. Like, if how they are is happy, let them be happy. Like, so what if they got a gap? Like, they don't have to get veneers. So what if they wear braces? They don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what if LeBron's hairline is, you know, receding? Why he got to get 
all this surgery or whatever so that he looks appealing to y'all like i just it's the parents part like this is why i, I also i would love to work with her too this is why i adore her so much because like i know what she did like she was anonymous so like you didn't focus on if she was pretty or not you didn't focus on if she had a big boob big boobs or big booty or whatever like you didn't focus on the um appearance of her you focus on truly the music and that's all you could really go like judge if you liked her or not by if she sounded good so like i would like for people to be more so like that like i rock with you because i like your sound not because oh i like you because you got a big booty oh i like you because you look good so i'm gonna listen to like i don't i don't like that because some people could look good but they music right um I remember when Cardi B first got big, because you know Cardi B's always been Cardi B. But when she finally got in, in the spotlight, I feel like everybody expected her to be a certain way. But Cardi B was Cardi B. Yeah, like. And when she was doing things, it was like, no, that's not how you should act. You're at this, you're that, and she's like, no, this is me. So yeah. I, I agree. And that's with that. another thing, like Cardi. I really feel like I don't know if Cardi had um, intentions on getting her teeth fixed before the internet or whatever. But like, I feel like. People like making fun of like her teeth or whatever. Like that was not okay. Like I feel like the internet be bullying people yeah, sometimes. Yeah, they will. They'll try their best to bring you yeah, down and bullying you into like getting this work done and you know changing things to your appearances because it's bad enough. You probably already had that as an insecurity. So for someone to bring that up and then like you constantly see it, I know that like bothers you. Which is I'm also gonna not probably on my social media when I do get that big because it's like I don't want to see that because I like to fight <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to have my PR team DM you where do you live at <laughs> okay drop the Eddie. Right, right. Drop, drop the Eddie for me drop the Eddie. <laughs> let's meet up let's, okay what, I like to take you out for lunch okay what, what Pooch I just said dump the Glock show me at work or something <laughs> I feel it. Yes. No, for real. No, be people, like be so, like, people be saying some mean things. They people are mean. To be so, they yeah. want you to be so nice. And they come out of character and okay. come at your neck. Okay. And you're like, wait a minute. You came listen. in the wrong one. Let me okay. take you came in, Okay. Quick. No, you got the right one. <laughs> you try me. You got right the right one. Right one, wrong time. Okay. Listen now. I'm nice. I'm nice, but do not but cross me. Now get on my bad side. You That's do not real. want to be beefing with me. I promise you. You don't want this smoke. And don't. And don't. So what's next? Um, I am dropping Sorry for Your Loss. Yeah, I've been working on that, I guess, for the past year. Yeah, year. Because February 17th will be the anniversary of Favorite Girl. Um, one year anniversary of Favorite Girl. So I've been working on Sorry for Your Loss for a year. And it's finally, you know, in the final stages of being finished. Ooh. And gonna be dropped by the end of this month. So, yeah, I am very excited. Why are you so excited? Because a lot of pain, feelings, happiness, a lot of everything went into this project. And I feel like this is my most truthful project. And you can really see the girl from Another Love Story to Sorry for Your Loss. And yeah, like I feel like, and like I, f- I just realized like the name title for it, Sorry for Your Loss was bigger than like 
the dudes lost but more so like i started shedding a lot of friends and it's just like i see why the name sorry for your loss kind of st- stuck with me because it's just like you know you get so caught in like losing people you never like you said like like god it, it's always a bigger purpose behind it. it's just like you couldn't stay with me while i was flawed don't try to come back when I undergo this transformation and I become this beautiful being when I'm healed, when I'm great, when I'm glowing, you know, but when I'm back to being big LV, when I'm when I'm glowing, when I'm Lexi LV, when I'm out here and I'm doing my thing, you see that like I'm happy, I'm flourishing, like sorry for your loss. <laughs> sorry for your loss. It's not my loss. Cause at the time it was like, dang, I lost such a good person, but you no, at the end of the yeah, it's just like every, yeah, it's people. just like people are just you know they getting they staring clear out my life because I got bigger plans to focus on. I got bigger things to do. It's like that was season two. I got renewed for a new season. I don't want y'all. Okay, this one. hey, talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. Talk about it. It's time to do but, a new thing. Okay. Listen, but maybe catch the Holy Ghost. Yeah, don't talk about it. Talk about it. Talk Time about to do it. A new thing. Time to do a new thing. But I appreciate you coming on here, bro. Of course. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank I'm you. So I'm proud, proud of you too. This podcast is really dope. It is. It's it was the 2000 plus listeners for me. Bruh, it took a minute because when I first got it, I was dropping it and nobody was listening. And my sister was like, well, you got to take time. You got to take time. And I just get in. You would think that all your supporters would support you when you drop your stuff, but everybody don't support you like like you think in your mind that they would. Yeah. Like you could, we could create a cake business right now with both of our followers. You know, hey, you know, support our stuff. Yeah. Nothing. It takes people to see that you're doing big things for them to want to support dedication. you. Also, notice that like people don't ever want to support you in the beginning stages, but they definitely would love to see you. You can still view it, but I'm good now. I'm really no for real. So do you have any questions or do you have any advice for any of our listeners out there or for your old self? Um advice for people that are listening. Dang, I just had it and it kind of lost it. I really wish I didn't lose it because it was really good. Um, but to my old self, girl, you gonna get hurt. But it is okay, because you're gonna heal. And you're going to do your thing. You're going to be great. You're going to flourish. So, yeah, like, don't regret anything that you've done because it was all for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. God did not place these people in your life for no reason. You came across these people for a reason. So, you know, until you figure that reason out, just go with the flow. Because at the end, everything will be revealed. And also, there you go. And another thing, advice to everybody out there. If you want to start something, start it. And don't always look to the people that are close to you to support you because your biggest hater could be the person that is closest to you. So always remain humble, stay focused, and driven. Cause, and keep promoting yourself. If you don't get the support from the other people, support yourself because somebody will eventually see you and they're going to love what you're doing. And just keep going. Start that nail business. Start doing hair. Start doing music. Keep doing what you're doing. Start that company. You know, do whatever you want to do and keep promoting yourself because somebody's going to see it. They're going to 
see the vision, they're going to rock with the vision, and they're going to keep supporting you. And your biggest hater is definitely somebody that knows you. It's never anybody. It's hardly ever anyone that knows you. I mean, that, that doesn't know you. Your biggest hater is definitely somebody that's close to you. And that's on what? Per, that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. We out. <laughs>